Aloha, I'm Marcia Sortino. Welcome to Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. To all our regular listeners, thank you for coming back. To all our new listeners, congratulations. You just discovered one of the most powerful talk radio shows there is. As we get ready for this class, I suggest you find something to take notes with. Every show is packed with all sorts of inspiring, insightful ideas, ahas, and breakthroughs. While you find some paper and a pen, I wonder, how many people do you know are paid to learn, then paid to teach what they learn? I'll put that another way. I'm both a student and a teacher of Pay Me What I'm Worth. By the time I complete my class as a student, the money I'm paid to teach Pay Me What I'm Worth will cover what I paid Seoul University, and then some. At the end of our class, I'll tell you how to become a paid student and teacher for this life-changing journey. It's time to meet my class. We decided to be collectively known as Team Seekers. Here they are. This is Cindy Ashline from Slingerlands, New York. Thank you for joining us on our radio show. I hope that you will be inspired by what you hear today. Kyle Davis, Lewiston, Maine. This is Doug Doherty. I'm from Sooner Country, Norman, Oklahoma. Howdy, y'all. This is terrific Tanya Heathcote from the beautiful state of Tennessee, wishing you better brain health. Hi, Manita Kinlan here, wishing you a great day from Wind River, Wyoming. Hey, everybody. Green Mays, and I am from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. This is Shirley May, Cincinnati, Ohio. This is David H. Paul from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Hello, Chris Peters, and I'm from Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. Rick and I live in Hawaii. Aloha. Aloha. This is Cheryl from Hawaii. Hello, everybody. This is Agnes Talley in Fayetteville, North Carolina. We're the home of the dogwood tree with its beautiful white flowers in the spring of the year. And finally, aloha! Sol here, author of Pay Me What I'm Worth and Marsha's co-pilot on this journey. I hope we've given you enough time to grab a pad of paper and a pen to take notes. Our class starts now. In exercise 7, my skills as you see them, I give you steps to go out and query people. What skills do you think I have? Does that bring up any fear for anybody? Asking another person to tell you what skills they think you have. Marcia, when you started to do Exercise 7, you want to flash back when you were challenged to go out and ask people what skills do they think you have? Do you remember what was going on at that time? In my head at that time, all I knew is I had the questions from the book. In my own mind, I was wondering, what about my skills? I don't even know what skills I have. I better figure out what skills I actually have. Then I can go and ask other people what they believe my skills are. I was wondering if anybody saw the same skills that I thought I had. And it was funny. It was something to get the feedback I actually got to see some skills that other people saw in me, which I didn't see in myself. That was interesting to see that happen. Kind of scary, isn't it? 
<laughs> it is. <laughs> and kind of exciting at the same time. Rich, as we were wrapping up last week's call, we were talking about millions of skills, and you thought that was a pile of bull hockey. Yeah, we went around, like, I live and breathe this course. My wife and I, we get up talking about pay me what I'm worth. We go to sleep. <laughs> we eat lunch talking about pay me what I'm worth. This is a very Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, okay. we're trying to take days off. You understand? Because we're... Uh-huh. We, immersed in this I found that I define what a skill is for me I judge uh, critically assess uh, what skills are for other people when I was training surgeons I found that skills are not something that you really learn in a didactic or let's say a school skills like when you go to school you sort of get a base of it and then you go out like Kareem said on the call to you go out and you take this sort of base and then you sort of test it out and you learn skills in the outside world. Survival skills is what I think. Now, one of the main things that I found about myself, I focused on one set of skills that built my self-esteem or my self-worth. Without that skill and without that knowledge, I would have no self-worth. That's what I found. Is that what you're referring to? It is. Folks, think about this. What you might consider to be a no-brainer, like anybody can do that. I can do that. Anybody can do that. Therefore, it's not a skill. Marsha, what happens when you think that way? Remember what we were talking about when we got to the concept of discounting? When you start thinking that you have very little skills or throughout your whole life journey, there weren't any skills that you had which I know is not true because your experiences also provided skills. I may not have known it at the time. It's something, a story, an experience that I had that can help somebody else. Why would you not consider that a skill? Why would I not consider that a skill? It's part of what I experienced. It's part of a learning experience for many people. They don't know that part of them. I'm depositing into my wisdom bank. I've made Mm -hmm. many deposits into my wisdom bank, which I didn't even realize that were skills. And how are you discounting yourself? I was discounting myself. I was afraid, I think, to tell people, hey, I'm worth this much. This class is worth this much. Am I going to get down have to explain that this is professional development that we are providing here? One thing that I learned major breakthrough for me was to be in the balance of giving and receiving. I have to learn to honor the worth of other people as well. I cannot expect everything for nothing. That was an aha moment for me because it made me realize that everybody has skills worth honoring. Oh, I'm flashing back to a conversation I had just this morning with Mr. David H. Paul. Mr. Paul, is this ringing any bells? Hmm? And... (laughs) (laughs) Boy, does this ring some bells, discounting. And Kareem rang the bell last week as well. 
that's right in this line with this discounting thing. I believe that I have been the last person, and anybody can talk. Anybody can get on video. Anybody can run a group. Isn't that common sense? <laughs> Boy, have I learned. I've learned, but at the same time, it was like, that's interesting that, no, that's not something that anybody can do. That it's taken 25 years to develop some of those skills. Those are valuable. In fact, it kind of puts a person in the 1% when they can get on a video and effortlessly speak from their heart. That's a skill. The other thing that came up, too, was this discounting thing. I've been taking a really hard look at how I've been giving away all of the stuff that I've worked my butt off using every skill I have in my arsenal or that I've ever developed to put together courses, to put together training, to every week get on a live recorded conference line, give the best I have. My value on that has been, oh yeah, this is for free. There's been no thought of about, wait, if I give this away for free and people just expect it to be free, what value are they putting in it? Or am I creating the value that this is free so you don't have to pay attention to it? I really like that, Dave. I think a lot of people, once you put some skin in the game or you make them commit, it doesn't have to be a large commitment. You don't have to charge them tons of money. But as long as you give them something, it doesn't really have value unless you put some kind of commitment attachment to it, like you have to spend this much or you have to do these things to acquire this. My thoughts recently on that line was that I'm going to continue to give some things for free, but I'm going to have some expectations, ask for some agreements from participants in my free content. I'm going to start asking people, okay, now that you know that you're getting value from this, you have a commitment to show up every week and bring a friend. At least that. And I'd sure like to see it develop into, now that you've been here for three, four weeks straight, now it's time to step up and volunteer and put your big boy and big girl pants on and and take on a job. Take on a job here. Even if it's as simple as liking, commenting, and sharing on everything I share on Facebook. Even if it's just that simple. Exercise 7, My Skills as You See Them, is also a portal into self-awareness. Tonya, I'm curious. I feel your head nodding up and down on this, so hopefully as I flick the spotlight onto Tonya, she's not like, ah! But it was just, uh, Tonya, when you ask someone to share with you what they think your skills are, what's happening for you when you do that? Let's go back a few weeks. Before Pay Me What I'm Worth, if I were to ask somebody what my skills are, first of all, I would be too afraid to ask. And the reason for that is compliments. I didn't accept compliments well. And now, after the weeks that I've been in Pay Me What I'm Worth, I have learned that my skills reveal themselves through other people's compliments. The skills that other people see in me reveal themselves through the compliments that I receive. 
whether I'm having a good hair day or I put out a fantastic video or I had a very good deep conversation with someone and really made a change in their life, those compliments that are given to me, I receive them better now and I'm also starting to notice them as skills in my life. So that art of perspective and awareness is getting more fully online, yeah? Yes. I'm bringing this up, ladies and gentlemen, because think about this. For me, someone who is magnetic, someone who, when they walk into the room, I don't know them. I don't know who they are. I've never met them before. They may be a celebrity. I don't know. But when they walk into the room, there's this, whoa, my head turns. I focus in on them, and I'm like, wow, who's that person? And the reason why that happens to me is because that person has done the work to know who they are. They have no fear being fully themselves. I'm making an assumption that you all would like to be unabashedly fully yourselves. Be the best, be the brightest, be the wowest you can be. I'm making that assumption. Now, Marsha, am I assuming too much for you? (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. You're not assuming. In fact, I have to agree that awakening of that awareness is so critical for us. Because if we don't awaken and become aware that skills and everything that is a part of us right now is worth something, if we can't feel that. Let's put this into practical example here. Let's see. I'm wondering if I can pick on Miss Manita. Do you mind me picking on you, Miss Manita? No, I don't. Yay! (laughs) Manita, can you share with me a program that you worked really hard to get either a certificate or diploma or an award or a ribbon? Is there any particular event that comes to mind? When I was in school? Uh Uh-huh. I tried really hard to learn about the medical field without being a a full-fledged doctor. I did medical assisting, billing and coding, and I know that I'm not very good at math, or I thought I wasn't. But when I had to start learning the nurse's math, you have to figure out how much medicine you're going to give to a patient, turning it into their body weight and putting all that into that little vial that you draw out of it and you have to give to your patient and it has to be right, 100% correct. I worked really hard at that. It took me a long time, but I got it. I thought I wasn't going to pass my class. I know how much effort, dedication, and focus it took to do that. So as you think about that effort and dedication, that, and that goes beyond just studying. I mean, you had to work a job to pay the bills, to put the gas in the car. You had to shovel out the car from time to time. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff you had to do to get to the point to where you're at, right? Yes. All right. Think about this, Manita. You're interviewing for a job with me. And because the way you're presenting yourself to me, I really need this job. Oh, my God, I really need this job. 
I mean, throughout our interview, for whatever reason, it became abundantly clear that you really need the job that I'm offering, right? Yeah. And because I'm one of these bean counters, because I'm one of these people that I'm trying to save my company every dime it can possibly get out of you, I'm going to lowball your salary because I think you need this job and because I have a sense that your self-esteem is so low, there's a good chance you're going to take it, right? Yeah. Now, in this moment, if that ever happens to you or anyone else, when somebody tries to take advantage of you, Manita, I want you to remember that moment you were digging out the car to get to class. I want you to remember that 2 o'clock study session where your eyes could barely be open so that you could get the training and get the certificates that you needed to do what you love doing. Remember that. Those were skills you were using. They were in play, and I'm trying to screw you over. Are you going to accept my job offer then? No. What did I just do? You made me remember my worth, how hard I worked to get where I am. They're not going to be using my skills and my knowledge to their benefit. They just want my presence there to take advantage of me. Bingo. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Chapter 2. Chapter 2 is a vaccine. It is a vaccine to be used so that if ever anyone, for any reason, at any time, anywhere, tries to take advantage of you, you can go, wait a minute. I don't think so. Right? Right. The more conscious we are of our skills and what it took to get that skill, each and every one of us has a diploma, a certificate, an award, Each and every one of us has something that's a summation of a lot of hard work, right? We have a driver's license. That's a summation of a lot of hard work. If you take just one of those things and you start to mind map out every single solitary step it took to get that, can you possibly allow yourself to be taken advantage of ever again. I feel the wheels turning. What are some of the wheels that are turning? I've been sitting here and analyzing what people are saying about their worth and about different certificates that I have that I've earned over the course of time. I never thought of them at the time that I was doing them. I said, well, everybody knows how to do those. And one was bookkeeping and filing and leadership. I've touched on leadership more than once in my life, but never went anywhere with it. And I'm starting to build my self-esteem by being in with your university. I'm building a self-esteem that I really discredited. I discredited my worth so bad that I didn't think I was worth anything. And then as I'm sitting here looking at this, and realizing, what did I discredit myself for? I'm good at being a leader. I just don't know how real well, but I've been a leader in my church. I had an altar call. I was the first in line. I was there because I was there to lead, not follow. 
And that's the first thing I do with everybody's stuff that they put out here about anything is I want to be the leader. I want to throw that stuff out there so everybody gets to see the goodness that other people have of this team. It's not about myself, even though it should be. And that's what I'm working on. I've got to work on my self-worth. I've got to do some dusting off, bring the dust rag out, and realize how much worth that I really, really have that I just discredited. Thank you. Just wanted to say in regards to my skills, when I first learned skills, I took them for granted as well. When I first learned the three chords on guitar, when I learned the first three chords and that small riff from Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple, I thought that wasn't really a big deal. That was insignificant. Or when I got basic computer skills and I was able to fix my internet or something if it would go down, I didn't regard those as big skills until I demonstrated those to other people. When I did that, when I realized even these things I considered skills, in the sense that they are simple in learning them, that they're where you start, but not in the sense that someone who can't do it, holding down a guitar chord, if you've ever tried, can be difficult for a lot of people. Fixing and working with technology without getting frustrated, I've found, is difficult with people I work with. So when looking at my skills, I'd have to say even the most basic skills, if you celebrate them getting better, then you'll equally create more and you'll equally have a better life using those skills because you will have eliminated the limiting beliefs out of them. It's to get happy about just learning a little bit so you can knock off a limiting belief and keep going and learning more about your skill. Awesome. Thanks. Kareem. Go ahead, Chris. I really feel when I'm here, I'm honing the skills because I get to share ideas with people. I have felt stronger from being part of this course. I have become a more compassionate, loving person. I've become more tolerant. I've become a lot more aware of exactly what I have to offer people. And I love what David H. Paul was saying about when we all do a free show, David has his NSDF Power Hour with Tanya, we've got the Entrepreneur Power Hour, and we do it for free. If people are going to come and get value from that, that I am worth being paid to do that show. That's why we partnered with YouTube. That's why I am creating a membership program with Kareem. It is okay to ask for money, because I'm worth it. I am worth being compensated for my time. I am worth being compensated for getting on that show and giving it my all and bringing value and constantly adding new content and refining my skills to make the show better. By doing the show and this course and being part of David's class, that I'm learning more skills and more about myself. So I don't feel any type of resistance to be paid what I'm worth. I feel I'm getting what I'm putting into this. I feel I'm getting my money's worth. And I am so happy that you introduced me to this, Marsha. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Agnes, from what you heard tonight, do you have any aha moments that maybe you just discovered on this call? I think that there are skills that I haven't 
thought about and that I haven't really realized that I have. I'm kind of a private person. I don't go telling things too much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Agnes, now that you heard everybody on this call and you heard Soul explain that every part of you is really skillful. You're a skillful, masterful person as it is. You have to just discover. And once you discover it, we won't be discounting ourselves because we'll, yeah, we true. know our worth. Yeah, that's true. I know your worth for sure. I know you helped me with my taxes. Good grief. I'm glad I had you to help me. <laughs> I was talking with a friend one day, and I realized that we have all the knowledge in the world. Does that mean necessarily I can go out and speak French tomorrow? No, but the knowledge exists. All knowledge that has ever been created exists in some way, some shape, some form, some method. So, really, we already have, in a sense, all those skills. I just have to go out there and acquire them. I just have to go out and acquire my language-speaking skills. I just have to go out and acquire my music-playing skills, and so on and so forth. Thank you, Kareem, which reminds me, with all those skills, I think, from my perspective, I want to learn how to work smarter, not harder, so I am more than willing to pay for some of those services. If we get into receiving, why not, right? Eventually, we're going to want to work smarter, not harder. So to say, hey, I need somebody to be an assistant, isn't that where you want to be? Isn't that where we all love to be? My big aha that I had this week actually came from one of your blog posts. You had been pointing out where you had found some of your different skills and stuff, which triggered in me where I started looking some different places. I had just been concentrating on things that we had done, like certificates or rewards I got. But then I broadened my perspective and looked out into different times in my life that I've actually done something different, like when we moved to Costa Rica oh, my gosh, we really had to have a lot of different skills to go and live there, let alone all of the stuff that it took for us to move there and get prepared to move there and to find a place to be able to move into a neighborhood and not even speak the language. So I really started thinking about all the skills that it takes for each thing that you do each day, and I realized, that there's such a multitude, it's just never-ending. And everything you do from this second on will be acquiring more skills, no matter what you're doing. So it's just going on forever out there, adding to your It's ongoing. Yes. Ongoing. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's amazing because... I know for me, I will experience something brand new, whether it's a new feeling, a new situation, 
and say to myself, oh my goodness, now I'm going to be dealing with a new situation. And that in itself will be a skill, how I'm going to handle it. My aha for this week has been that I don't want to acquire, I'm dumping skills and task-oriented things that don't serve me. And so I kept dumping them, dumping them, dumping them, dumping them, dumping them, dumping them. And then I got down to the one skill that I wanted to focus on in my life. While everyone was accumulating and looking at all their skills, I found that I had a myriad of skills that were useless to me and that weren't serving my overall purpose as an individual and my goal. So I was able to find the focus and focus on the one thing that I really want in my life, and that's what's really important to me, and get rid of all the superficial skills that I don't need, that I don't have to even admit to that I've ever even had, because they're not doing anything for me. That was my uh uh-huh. I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Rick. And Nanita. Yes. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Just the exercise that I went through earlier, the recent choice I made in employment. Actually, I know I feel myself short. I'm not where I should be. I can't sit where I'm at too much longer. i got to keep moving forward. However, I have to stay where I'm at until I do find something that's going to utilize my skills and my knowledge a little bit better and pay me for my skills and my knowledge instead of just throwing me to the wolves, and I just feel like my eyes were just wide open. I thought I did the right thing doing what I did, but come to see it from a different perspective and the things that I've gone through over the years, being a single parent and doing that extra work to be both mom and dad for my children, I need to keep moving. And that's my aha moment. Perfect. And with that, I am going to say aloha. So thanks, everybody, for coming on. And I appreciate you all. And you have yourself a wonderful week. Mahalo, Marsha. Bye. Bye. Aloha. Love you. Aloha. Love you guys, too. Time to close this class. What did you get out of this show? We truly want to know. Simply post in the comment box at the bottom of this page. After hearing so many people experience so many ahas, I wonder, are you ready to take this class yourself? We start new classes each time we have 12 or more people ready to go. You're listening to Marcia Sortino, Team Seekers, Team Captain. Get in touch to learn how to become one of Pay Me What I'm Worth's paid instructors today. And remember, before you go, think about who else would enjoy our classes. Post this show on your social networking sites to help more people enjoy some weekly wit and wisdom. Aloha. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.